This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Wednesday week. Five friends, one football club. And about six jokes they just repeat over and over and over and over and over. Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. Uh, an upbeat episode today because, uh, well, we, you know, we've got a win under our belt. We're all about to watch Prince Andrew go down. We've actually arranged to meet early to watch Prince Andrew go down. And also on the same week, they've locked up that absolute monster DT from fan-led outlet Arsenal Fan TV. It just goes to show you don't know who it is who's going to be on these podcasts and whatnot. But anyway, <laughs> good evening and welcome to the Wednesday week. My name's Dan Fodge. Are you all all right? Uh, we've got no Ash uh, visuals tonight because um, he's wearing his tutu because he just got back from the ballet. That's right, Ash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that, mate. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to smoke. No, you don't, mate. It, it ain't pretty. <laughs> All right. Well, we've also got uh, Vic. We've also got Steve. Uh, Stevie. Sorry, I keep calling you Steve, don't I? And I know that's not your name, Stevie. I'm sorry, pal. I'm All sorry. Right, you, you call me what you want, mate. Princess Buttercup. Mm. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna plump for. Now, as I said, we've joined early tonight because we all want to watch the documentary on ITV One at nine PM this evening. So uh, we're gonna crack straight on with it. And uh, is it now the fourth time of asking, Stevie? The uh, the fourth time of asking, we've finally managed to put some goals past Plymouth. How's that working out for us? Uh, yeah, fourth time. Um, I cannot believe the difference in performance. I don't know if it was us. And I said this to my mate, uh, I was having a chat with him, uh, the lad that I go with. I don't know if we were just really, really good or that they were just really, really shit, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's probably fallen in the middle of uh, uh, both sort of sort of uh, camps, if you like. Um, I thought we were outstanding, relatively speaking, the, the, in terms of enjoying the way that we played on Saturday. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I don't know if they they just didn't turn up or what happened. Um, but I, th- I thought we were excellent. Well, Plymouth have no been shrinking. Uh, I'm gonna start that sentence again, kids. Uh, Plymouth have been no shrinking violet this season at all. I mean, they they've been going great guns in the league, or as well as we have. But every time we seem to have come acro- come up against them, we've come a cropper. It's been an absolute mess. Now, Ash, the um, the game itself. I mean, Steve poses a great question there. Were we great, or were they just gash? No, I th- I think we were great. I mean, the first twenty minutes, I think. Um, 
polar opposites from the last two games um, previous. Absolutely, totally different. It was um, on the front foot and I think, I don't know, obviously we've played Plymouth three times before, so they, they must have known what to expect, but I think we were totally different from them three previous games, which could have, I don't know, unsettled them. Um, for the, the first half, they we, we scored and it was like, totally, Plymouth didn't did not even register that we'd scored. They didn't even try. It was nothing. The first goal in, in three games against them. Um, and it was, it was great. It was great. It was good. I was really impressed. And I don't say this very often, but I was really impressed with the start. Oh, he's uh, struggling, isn't he? He's trying I was going to say, Ash, positive, you, but it, it's, I, just, it's eating away at him. He's are you all right, dear, like pal? Prince Andrew. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't worry, there's negatives coming. Oh, I'm, well, that's, <laughs> no, that's why you're here, pal. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no, 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 it was, it was, it was good to see totally. And I don't know how you guys felt, but I, I, I thought with the previous um, games against Plymouth, I thought it was going to be a struggle, but obviously no Ryan Lowe there anymore. He's gone on to pastures new. Um, and it was, uh, it was really refreshing to see a really good start. And like I say, it was a cracking, cracking game, cracking day. It, it really was. It really was. Now, Vic, uh, a player that stood out for me during this game was uh, Nathaniel Mendes-Ling. You know what I mean? And and fair play to him. You know, he's uh, the rumours were that he'd, he'd come to the club uh, under under a, a cloud after leaving Cardiff for, for what was reported by people on Twitter. I mean, this is allegedly, don't get me wrong, that he was on the nosebag. Um, now, if that's true, I don't know. Um but, you know, fair play, because I can't run when I've had a paracetamol. So fair fucks to him if he's done it off his tits, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, no, seriously, I, he, he was great, wasn't he? He was an absolute cut above. He was. He was outstanding. And he, he's massive, isn't he? He'd make you and Stevie look little. Oh, he's, he's a big stack. absolutely stag. huge. Um, but, yeah, he doesn't run like a big lad. Do you know what I mean? He, he's still, he's quick and he's clever and, yeah, loved it. Oh, um, I get your digs, in it. Is that, you know what I mean? Is that because me and Steve can't run? Is that, I mean, what you Steve like? Steve can runs? run. I've seen Steve run. Well, you know, hobble, hobble. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine you run like Louis Spence? Anyway. Um, <laughs> hey, the only time you'd see me running was from the security guards in Meadowall back in 1996. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, he was outstanding. I think quite a few players stood out. Um, one player for them that I think is the only reason that it wasn't an absolute cricket score was their keeper. Um, mm. If you look at some of the saves he made, they were absolutely phenomenal. Um, and I looked him up and I've just double checked it again now. He's only 22. He's their keeper. I said, because at the time, my mum said, God, he's, he's good, him, isn't he? And I said, yeah, he must be like one of these. In this league, a lot of keepers are on loan, aren't they, from like Premier League championship clubs. But no, he's homegrown from Exeter, from Plymouth sort of way. Um, but yeah, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, I'd definitely keep an eye on him. If I was Darren Moore, I would be keeping uh, an eye on him. Um, but yeah, other than that, absolutely fantastic. And I thought... The, the shining light is always when Luan goes back in the team, isn't it? And it just allows Bannon that space and having Hutch back as well was just like two new players. And we say that every time that they both get injured and then come back, but it was. They were they were very much missing links. Now, Steve, Barry Bannon, as, as Vic mentioned there, had the opportunity to push forward. And I think I've said it a number of times on this show and probably as it's fallen out my mouth on Twitter, onto Twitter 
Um, I've, I always believed that we should play him in a more advanced role. But what happens is when he gets the mug on, he drops back, wants to do it all himself. We've discussed it to the nth degree on this on this programme alone. Now, did you feel that having Luongo gave Bannon that confidence in order to push forward? I mean, all right, yeah, he, you know, he, he ballooned a lot. He fluffed his lines on a good few chances, but I've not seen him have many clear-cut chances like that before. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, I think... There was there was a definite shift in in the position that he was playing, and he, he was was certainly the 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 other sort of 15, 20 yards, the other side of the halfway line, if you like. And I think the fact that Luongo was there as a, a sort of an insurance policy allowed him to do that. I thought, I think, to be honest with you, I know that people will clamour when fully fit for maybe a return of Dennis. I, I actually like the balance of that middle three. I think Deli Bashir offers that youth and that box to box sort of energy. Um, but I think Luongo, as, as Vic has said, and as we've sort of alluded to, Luongo brings an absolute, totally different dynamic to the entire team, uh, breaks things up, um, is aggressive. Uh, you can see that when, when you know, he, even when he's not going to win a tackle or he's not going to get there, he's going to do everything he can to, to just ruffle the feathers of the opposition. And that's something that we don't necessarily have. Uh, we don't have players that have got that discipline or that experience or even that ability to go out there and say, right, I'm going to get somebody to... I'm just going to put them off so they're going to end up fluffing their lines. Um, I thought Bannon, and I, and I know, dare I say, I know Ash probably won't agree with me. I thought Bannon was excellent on Saturday, allowing him to play Bollocks. a bit further Yeah, there you go. Allowing him to play a little bit further forward. I thought, I, 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 was it Saturday I put on the chat and you just shot me down straight away? But I just thought he, yeah. he, he was really, really good. Um, yeah, he fluffed his lines in front of the goal, but... You know, if you fluff your lines when you don't remember him, and it's been that long since he's played that advanced, um, I'd, I'd say there's an argument that give him two or three games, he's going to potentially, if he if he keeps playing in those positions, he's going to start threatening the goal. He's going to start uh, getting shots on on target. Um, there was one that he bent second half that just went just wide of the left post. Um, on another day, that that curls into the top corner. It's goal of the season contender. Um, I thought Bannon was really good. I thought the mid, middle three were really good on on Saturday. Um, I think 4-2 flattered them. Uh, one thing I would say, just going back to uh, Mendes Lang, that, that sort of struck me was he's come under a cloud, if you like, to the club. Um, and we've, we've signed a certain other player that, is, uh, that has come with a point to prove, perhaps. And I just think the difference that we saw on Saturday to a certain striker that once allegedly commanded £25 million fees um, was absolutely night and day. And I think... You know, when 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 we signed Berahino, we were looking at somebody coming in and potentially taking their chance uh, to 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 get the career back on uh, on track, if you like. And even if it was just a short term thing for him to say, right, Sheffield Wednesday is a uh, a shop window, and I'm going to try and get that transfer back to the Midlands with a Championship club, whoever that may be, or whatever that may be. Um, it's not happened for him, and I think Mendes Lang on on Saturday, absolutely phenomenal, absolutely outstanding, uh, set up the first goal. Um, there was never a doubt in my mind when he got the ball on the halfway line or the ball was played through on the halfway line before the second goal. There was never a doubt in my mind he was going to score. And I know we're going to wax lyrical at some point, whether that be tonight or in the future, but we'll talk about Corbin. Um, I've got a fair few viewpoints on whether or not we're going to miss Corbin based on what I've seen on Saturday. Well, I'll tell you what, Steve, actually, before he put that 
that ball in the net for the second one, Mendes Lang, he actually had a chance that was, uh, and when I say carbon copy, it was exactly the same. He cut inside, sent the defender for a bag of chips, tried to curl one in the far post, and he missed it. And then he did exactly the same for the goal. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he knew he had a formula. It was, you know, it was working for him. And I think what you were saying about, about Luongo and, and Bannon, um, Normally, when FDB is in the team, when, when Fizz is in the team, you kind of go, do you know what? He's one of our, he, he's actually put a shift in. And I think that Longwood and Bannon made FDB look a bit average, as daft it sounds. If I had any critique of any of the players, it, it, it just didn't, it didn't give the opportunity for Fizz to do what he can do because he had such quality around him. Not, not that I'm saying that he had a poor game by any stretch of the imagination. He just made to look poor because you had the two around him that I thought looked great and Mendes Lang who looked, well, a man possessed. You know what I mean? Um, so, and then, right, Ash, I'm going to come to you next, but I'm going to go to Vic first, right? Because I know you've probably got some, uh, some critique and, uh, you know, we're a well-rounded show and all the rest of it. But Vic, I've got to talk to you about um, Silla Sol. Now, scored the first one. Came in, bashed, you know, came in. I'd love to see his goal to minutes or game started ratio. You know what I mean? He seems to have been a bit part player when it comes to like the League Cup and the Pizza Trophy and the like. But he's not not delivered, has he? Not even on, not even on Wikipedia. Have I spelt that right? Um, no, I haven't. <laughs> Uh, no, he's he's just been one of these that's just kind of floated about, hasn't he? He was a bit of a random signing. I remember when we signed him and they did the big surprise, surprise and all that. And it then he just kind of petered away. Like, it was just a very odd one. Um, I assume he's not a major money earner. Um, I don't know. But, yeah, he, I thought he was... He was decent. Um, I don't think he stood out as much as some of the others. He did, he did um, start to go missing as the game went on, didn't he? Yeah, which is just how the style of play changed as well, I think. Um, but like, I looked at the stats and we had something like 20, 20 shots on like on Saturday. And mm-hmm. I think half of them were on target, um, yep. which is just phenomenal. We had 22 to their three. That's what yeah. we did. Yeah, and they scored two. So, you know. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Ash picked that up. <laughs> I think didn't we hit the woodwork a couple of times as well? And it yeah, was we all just very scrappy, wasn't it? Um and their second goal to me at the time looked like a foul on Peacock Farrell, but I've not watched the highlights back yet for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I think he he looked good. Um whether or not he's a first team regular or starting regularly, I don't know. But then would he come on as an impact sub? I don't know. I've not seen enough of him to say either way. I just think that since when we've used him in the way that we have, and we haven't, this is the first time we've put him up against no disrespect to the team's quality opposition. He's delivered again. And you just kind of think, have we written him off wrong? You know what I mean? I I reckon he's probably going to end up being the League One 2022 version of someone like O'Neill Donaldson when they go and we go, actually, you weren't that shit. You know? It looks like he's had 10 appearances for us. And how many goals he got? Three. I argue that's that's as bad. That's as good as probably Gregory. For a winger, that's you know he's he's not playing up front in the majority of those games, and Mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's all right. All right, Uh, Ash. uh, I know I know you've probably got some uh, some notes. Um, (laughs) Did did three two flat uh, four two flatter them or flatter us? Oh, definitely flattered them, didn't it? 
Well, that's not where I thought you were going to go. Well, it's, a, it's a good <laughs> no, no, start. I, no, I thought you were going to come to me about Silla South. Uh, and no, go um, on, you, I, by all no, means. No, no, no. When where the, the group of guys and, and, and everyone I go with, we saw the team, obviously, thing and, and went, what the hell? Another another uh, Darren Moore uh, bingo. And it was like, what, what what's doing? But hold, hold my hand up. I, I, I was quite... I've seen him in the Pizza Cup and the League Cup and... Nothing out of them games would have would have given me any sort of um, inkling that he'd, he'd met the first eleven at any time. Honestly, really, really not saw anything from him that um, that would say he'd be a starter. Um, but I've got to say, old man's up. He he came on and he, he was like a different person from the last time I watched him. He he he, he seemed like he he knew what he, I know it sounds stupid. Knew what his his job was. Knew what he had to do. Like the instructions, um, he took his goal well, uh, no complaints there. And yeah, I agree with what you said, Danny. Did fade as the game went on, but ten games is played, but how many has he started? Not that many. Yeah. So it's 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 always going to happen. But yeah, I've got yeah, no 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 complaints with he did a job, didn't he? He's been he put in and scored. That's what what you can't ask for much more, and that's what that's what you want with anyone that bring been brought in that's not a usual first teamer. So yeah, I'm happier up. when you're naked on webcam, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> that's how he's earning his side money. That's why he's in. A, that's why he's in the hotel. He's, he's, he's doing his OnlyFans. Yeah, Ash the, is the, a cam the Wednesday week at eight, OnlyFans at nine. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Ash, come on now. Now, twenty-two shots on goal against their three. Right, mm. and we had eight corners, so that means fourteen shots have come from open, well, open play or or set mm. piece in front of. Yeah, yeah. come on, man! I, what what went wrong? What, what what's what's up with No, nothing was wrong with it, was it at all? No, there, there was there was it was a it was a great all round performance. Um, I think everyone did their job. I don't know what. The thing that's for, and this is the negative, obviously. Well, that's um, what we're waiting the, for, Ash. Come on, pal. Hit it on me. What? And I, I don't know if everyone might agree, but what? What is the difference from the last two games to this? What's What's changed? What's Why the performance, the battling, the tackling, the passing, the the attacking thoughts and and performance? Why Why have we not done that in the last two games? I can give uh, you. I can give you two two names, and one of them is Nathaniel, and the other one's Massimo. But yeah. I, I, are you talking in terms of something so, more cerebral, like the, the, the attitude? Yeah, uh, yeah the attitude. The, the, obviously, we, we can say Hutchinson, Luongo um, coming back, brilliant. Of course, like like uh, new players coming in and, and, it, and it will change the team and the, the thought process. But the other nine players or eight players, and Silla Sow, obviously, he's not played. Why, why is it took... Two absolute abysmal performances to get that that we had on Saturday. It shouldn't be like that. It should be. So it's, and I, I don't, I don't know what Darren Moore said. If he said anything, I mean, he's in his his post match. He says that he doesn't change. He doesn't. It doesn't matter what the result was. He he goes level. He he, he talks to them as exactly the same. If it was a win or a loss, he's, he's down. He knows what he's doing. The last game, you forget. We move on. Um, uh, that that's my only the only it's not a negative, but obviously it's just a, 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 a why, why? I I 
personally, and I'll say it, I think the, the 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 major difference, and we've said it all night, I think the major difference is Luongo. And I think the major difference, Luongo is the major difference because it allows Bannon to play further forward. And what I mean by that is Bannon will have a style of play where he has to have a certain type of influence over the game, over the team. He gets derided by fans because he wants to be the go-to guy. He wants to be the playmaker, but he wants to be the playmaker either square off, behind, or a yard in front of the back line. And by Luongo playing, it allows Bannon to go and do his little bits further up the pitch. And that automatically makes us a more direct team. It makes us a more progressive team. It makes us play on the front foot a little bit more. Um, I think Hutch coming in in the middle of the three offers a balance that um, has been fantastic for the back three. And the back three played really well as well. Um, Palmer was Palmer, and that's all I'm going to say on him tonight. Um, Hutch being Hutch was Hutch. Um, I see you had to adjust yourself there, Stevie, when you said that. (laughs) Um, I I think think the, the, the guy at the back three on Saturday, as excellent as Hutch was coming back in, I was really impressed with Marvin Johnson. You know, he came in, played centre half um, at the start of the season. We've all gone, what the fucking hell's going on here? And then all of a sudden, he seemed to settle in when we went on a bit of a run. And then just uh, when, when, when results got a little bit desperate just before Christmas and over the Christmas period, I think he's obviously had an injury as well. Um, it it, it kind of, the polish kind of came off it a little bit, but I thought he was outstanding again on Saturday. Um, I think he, I, I thought he linked up well with, with Mendes Lang. Um, I just think, I don't necessarily think it's been anything that Moore has said per se. And this points to the fact that I've made previously, we can be really, really fickle because if we'd have drawn the game on Saturday or, you know, Luongo hadn't played or whatever would have happened had happened, uh, we'd be sitting here tonight going, Moore still haven't got a clue. This isn't right. This isn't right. We, we'll be pulling at this side right. or the other. The reality is we, 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 we were excellent on Saturday. Um, I know I said were, were they good or were we good or they poor? I thought we were excellent. I thought it was a performance of the season. And that's I think what, that, that's my issue there. with it, Steve. Like you know what I mean. We we have said a number of times on this show once again. I mean I, I mean if you know regular listeners, you'll realise that um, it's just the same gags over and over again. But the <laughs> it's also the same content apparently now. But you know we've said a few times that this squad that we've got is one of the best squads in the league. It really is, and. What Darren Moore's managed to do is not get a tune out of them. And that's that's what's annoying me. You know what I mean? We are capable of, like I says, we're capable of those of those results that we got on Saturday. But we nearly fucked it up. You know what I mean? We still conceded would, like that. Would, would, sorry, Dan. But what one, like, and, and I agree with Stevie said, Luongo, I mean, I, I, I don't care what anyone says. I think he's one of the best midfielders in the league. I'm. I would put money on that. If he plays the rest of the season, it will make us a hell of a lot better. But why should it just be one player that makes us that performance? Why should one player have that big an impact on a team when we have got, like you said, a, one of the best squads in the in the league? The problem is when he doesn't do it, who does? That, yeah, that, that's the issue. We can talk about having great players, and we have got some th- fantastic players. We've also got players that we've put on a pedestal, and I, you know, we we can talk about uh, Dennis, for example. Dennis' start of the season was absolutely phenomenal. Um, how does he get? Based on what I've seen Saturday, where does he come in? Do you know what I mean? Um, is he actually that? And I know this sounds ridiculous, and I haven't been drinking till half an hour ago, but. 
is he actually that good, as good as we thought he was at the start of the season? Or, you know, when we've got our first team fit and firing, does Dennis get in that first side? We've talked about Sal. Does, does Sal play in front of Canberra? Do either of them play in front of, of, of Windass? Probably not. You know, are we going to miss Corbin? We've now got Mendes Langin. Um, what did we think of um, Jack Hunt the other day? Jack Hunt was outstanding. Again, the ball that he put in for Hutch's goal, phenomenal. You don't yeah, get like cross. You don't get crosses like that in League Jack One. Jack Hunt is far, far too good for this league. I've said he that is. a million times. He is far too good. The only reason we've managed to get him is because he's been here before. I genuinely yeah. think that is the only reason that we won the battle over other people. He was his first few games. He was awful. It was like he was washed up, and then uh, Cambridge away, um, things like that. But he has is is I don't know if he's working harder in training, got fitter or what. But yeah, absolute turned his season around. I think I think he has been a, a cracking signing. Really do. It really has. So, so on, given Steve. sorry, just to finish the point, given given the the starting eleven and the big players that have been missing and the players that we've got missing. You know, now that they're all coming back, to come full circle on it, when 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 they're all in, you know, we've got to argue about Dunkley coming back. If Dunkley comes back in, we've got to talk about Iola coming back in. You assume he's going to come back in. Windass will get fully fit. Is he going to go and lead the line with uh, with Gregory? Once we've got this full full complement of a squad, and it starts firing, if it is going to start firing, which we would assume that it probably is now, if we can keep Luongo fit and much fit, two questions, is it too late? And second question is, all these people that have been calling more out for having no plan B and this, that and the other, what sort of tune are they going to be singing in the middle of February when we go on another run and we've scored, we've, we've got 12 points out of 12? I think I think what we've seen, Steve, in, in answer to your question, I, th- I think what we've seen is the last few months with Luongo and Hutchinson out, we've been watching plan B. And that's what's not been working. Our, our plan B is crap. I think what Squad we saw, B. yeah, Squad I think what B, we saw on it. Saturday was the closest to plan A we'll got with, like you say, your dunks in the eye offers in. Because I feel like FDB would probably make way for Hutchinson to drop into midfield, and one of those two will drop into the centre back position. You know what I mean? Um, and and the, you know, I still we still threw away a lot of points and from from a winning position in this league. And that, for me, and I'm going to use this word again, is a more cerebral issue. And I don't think it's it's a more problem per se that he's introduced it. I don't think he's done anything about it. I think I think what we've uh, you know what what the issue is that we've got is that I, I was genuinely worried when they scored that free kick. I thought, here we go. I was worried because because of what I've seen in terms of. The, the mental state that these players are in when something doesn't go their way. And, and like I say, we've discussed it again. Uh, the, the crowd start getting on their back and go, for fuck's sake, here we go. You see it on Twitter, don't you? Oh, here we go again. Now this is what's happening. Well, for fuck, it's all gone to piss and shit. And, and that's what happens. And, and I was worried about that happening when they scored that pretty phenomenal free kick. Out of their Brilliant goal. goal. Yeah. A third of their shots was an absolute thunder chuff. You know what I mean? So, um, in terms of in terms of Darren Moore, I think what he needs to do is he's got the squad, and I, and I, and I've got no real issue with the uh, transfer policy and and the, the recruitment that he's done. If anything, it's been one of the better transfer uh, times we've had back since we started. Um, back since Carlos had a dream, you know what I mean. It, 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 our recruitment's been very poor, um, but I, f- I think that what um, Darren Moore needs to do is concentrate on the mental side of the game because. When something doesn't go our way, we lose our heads. And what Luongo's 
and and Sam Hutchinson's influence did on that team on Saturday was allay that fear because and it all comes back round and it'll all come back to Barry Bannon losing his mind when it doesn't go his way and because for he, example we've spoke we've spoken about uh, Ash has said it before where every ball has to go through Bannon right now that's it doesn't but. What Barry, but because he's so vocal and because he's a winner and because he's a champion and he wants to succeed, he will demand that ball. Whereas Luongo and Hutchinson, they'll go, fuck off, pal, I'm going to pass it over here. And, he'll, and Barry will go, all right, fine. And then move into another position. That's, that's the way football works, you know what I mean? But whereas you know, I think Barry's huge mental presence on the, uh, on the team has been a negative influence and that's not really what he's trying to do. It's just a, a side, side piece. Sorry, Ash, go on. So do you think that uh, the going forward from, from Saturday onwards to the end of the season, Luongo is going to be probably the most important player at the club? Absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I think I, yeah. I, I, I do as well. Just purely in the game, the game against Rotherham, when he was outstanding again, but obviously got injured because his legs are made of rich tea. And, and on Saturday... And two games that he's basically and and they've said they say about people uh, players influence the game changing the game they can change a game he he can influence and change a game by just doing his job do you know what I mean not not yeah. doing anything special uh, well special by the way he plays but nothing do you know what I mean like Hollywood or or think he'll do his job. He'll the tackle. He made the most tackles. He made the most uh, passes. He made the most um, complete passes on Saturday. His stats. I, I, I'm, I'm crap at stats, like, but stats were, were phenomenal for a guy who's been out injured and obviously red carded. Uh, he nearly did games. when he got booked early doors again. I thought, oh, here we yeah. go. <laughs> here we go. But now, there, there you go. You, he's gonna have that side into you as well. Oh, so instead of Hutch Bingo now. It's going to be uh, Massimo Bingo. Massimo, Massimo Bingo. Bingo. That's 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 a lot of back end <laughs> alliteration. I can't do. Uh, now, Vic, uh, friend of yours, uh, his chin is as square as a bird's eye Finder's crispy pancake box. Uh, won't celebrate a goal in League One. No. <laughs> but but I tell you what, hell of a goal, wasn't it? Great goal, great goal. I mean, he's one of those players. Like we've said this when when he was first like playing with us, and he was. Um, he was scoring a lot and we were, we were kind of like, he was a bit of a McLean character. Like you just always think he's going to score. Like if he mm-hmm. doesn't, like Gregory didn't score on Saturday, which just seems mental when we had mm-hmm. 22 shots and four goals. Like how come Lee Gregory didn't get one of those? That's insane. But he just feels like one of those players. Like he comes on and you think, oh, any minute now. It's more of when rather than if, which I feel like I've said so much this week about bloody COVID. Like not, so it's, but yeah, it just what a goal. Um, obviously not allowed to celebrate today because his dad told him not to. I did um, wonder. I what, did wonder. I, I tweeted that. that. What is that bollocks? His dad what has told that? him because he got relegated. He's not allowed to celebrate a League One goal. Yeah, cheers, I, mate. Thanks. I get that. it. He's score I get it. And not celebrate. No, but I, I, did you see Barry Bannon dragged him over to the crowd and went, yeah. you can celebrate yeah, 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 with him? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think he's also, I mean, we've discussed this before and we talk about it quite a lot in the group chat, but he's also a bit of a prick, isn't he? So, there he is, isn't he? Yeah, just... He's a bit, bit harsh. Oh, no, no he he's a fucking moron. Did you see him lose <laughs> his head the other night about Ronaldinho and Neymar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Fuck he yeah. is just a bit of a keyboard warrior, isn't he? He's obviously sat at home waiting for his painter and decorator in Sheffield, they tweeted about. Uh, and I've told him I'll do it. You know, it's not a problem. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a good yeah, job he's pretty. That's a good sign as well, though, in t- if he's getting a painting and decorator in, in Sheffield. Yeah, but you, you, do to, you, you do have to redecorate before you move when you rent it somewhere. You know that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. Oh, <laughs> mate, mate, you're going to start rumours across the interwebs now, aren't you? Yeah? <laughs> no, I, I, I think, uh, obviously, they got their second, and it was 3-2, and it's like Dan said, for their first, 2-1. It's like, oh, no. And then uh, and then Steve is... Uh, Stevie's mate pulled out a blinder um, of a of a just a hail mary and uh, good touch by Windass, good finish. So yeah, but he was there, weren't he? Came on four minutes later, <laughs> scored. I thought so, it was amazing. I thought yeah. if you if it's easy for we, I used to play football with a kid called Neil Frog. He's in my brother's year <laughs> at school, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we used to play five a side up at Pitts when it is it still called that Power League or whatever it is now. Power League. And that yeah. kid could hit a ball like I've never seen anything like, right? And he could smash it in from his own corner, dead straight as an arrow. And I and I go, why don't you do that all the time? And he'd go, oh, it's not football though, is it, pal? Let's get five nil up and then we can start dicking about, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and it's the same with Windash with that goal. You're like, well, if you can do that, do it more. <laughs> do, do you mind? It was his, I think it was his first chance, the real chance as well. So fair play. Yeah. yeah real. And then yeah. and then obviously 4-2, it's like a little bit of a sigh of relief, but then there's always just one eye on the clock as well if they get another, <laughs> which you is bad. It, but Saturday felt like a long day as well, despite the win. You know, because I got there dead, dead early because they told you to get oh. in at like one o'clock. Oh. I stood at North Stand at one o'clock. There weren't a bar open upstairs, so I had to stand next to a bin and nobody else was there. My mum and dad just went to the pub instead, didn't tell me because I said, oh, we'll meet inside at one o'clock then and get a beer and a pint. They went, oh, pub's busy. We'll go in here and just didn't tell me. So I just stood with my bin. Like, I sent you all a photo of. Um, and it just by 20 minutes in, I honestly felt like I'd been there all day. That's it was amazing. absolutely ridiculous. I tell you what, actually, I will reach out to listeners if any of you had any issues getting in with your COVID passports. I for, I didn't see anything about it. I must admit, nobody were whinging. Yeah. And, and I must admit, I know Wednesday fans on Twitter like a whinge. You know what I mean? And, and I didn't hear one of them go, bloody COVID passports. What's the matter? No, I, I was all right. I mean, they checked it and everything and made sure. My phone was whose it was and everything. So, yeah, no issues. <laughs> I got checked and then he like tried to zoom in on it. And I was like, you can't zoom in on it. It's, it's in the Apple wallet. I don't well, know how I've done that. That's because you got there so early. You're the first person he checked <laughs> I that day. Was. I think he was just really excited. Yeah, and he's like, somebody. oh, what's this? Yeah. <laughs> Never seen one of them before. Customers, customers. In it. <laughs> in it. It was so, an interesting well, dynamic, though. I did notice, you know, I stood around getting a drink beforehand and stuff. The people who had got there early were obviously the people that were quite conscious and quite didn't want to kick up a fuss and did, did want to just go in and show the rap, like the rap and everything. And most people were like still distancing. They were all wearing the masks and all this. And I thought, I'm one of these. I am one of these. I'm, I've, I've got in dead, dead early to stand at the distance. Yeah, you're one, the, you're one of the... You're one of the old dears that chucks a stink eye out in Waitrose going, not got a mask on. I know. <laughs> but at, le- at least uh, them who came a little bit late and uh, to their place of employment and didn't get in, didn't kick up a stink, just put it on Instagram. 
<laughs> see, I, I, that must have. That, I, I don't know if he's explained it since. I did see that Che Dunkley wasn't allowed into the ground. Now, deleted his tweet. Didn't the, yeah, it? the way it was, the way it was uh, gagged about was that they didn't know who he was. Now, I yeah. don't believe that for a second. I, it's got to be a COVID protocol, right? He's, I think he said it was. Yeah. 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 It was just so funny, though. His tack, his tack did change as the afternoon went on. Like, you know what I mean? It was in video himself going, can't believe that they wouldn't let me in. They don't know who I am. Lol, lol, lol. And then about three hours later, you had to go, no, really, it was a, it was a COVID protocol. The lads just doing the jobs. And... <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Now, that was Plymouth 1-4-2, and a couple of results went our way, which then puts us towards uh, looking at Oxford on Saturday, which has now become at that part of the t- a bit of a six-pointer, if that's still a thing. I know six-pointers are you know, usually reserved for the top and the bottom of the league, but when it comes to pushing into the playoffs, it's it's quite a big old fixture for us. Uh, away at the is it still the Cassam Stadium? Is that still a thing? Is that still it what is you call indeed? It? Yeah, uh, Stevie, I don't think he'll change the team too much, will he? Um, I don't know how he can. To be honest with you, why would he want to? Uh, after after that performance, I don't. I don't I... It's Darren Moore, Steve. I I don't know if you got their memo, but <laughs> I think the, the only thing that would sort of lend a sort of nod to changing the team would be um, we are going to be playing a hell of a lot of games in the next month or so, aren't we? With with the games that we've got outstanding and the the fixture backlog with Burton and Accrington coming in, is it eight? I might be wrong. Is it something like eight games in twenty four days or something like that that we've got to yeah. play? Is he going to start going right? I'm going to look after players and I'm going to start um, planning for three games time and I'm going to do this out the other. I don't know what his his mindset is. That'd be the only thing that I think would would change anything. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for momentum. We've seen that when we were we were doing all right before Christmas, although we did draw against Wickham and we did get a point against Portsmouth. I thought the performances in those games sort of lent itself to that upward trajectory in terms of the morale of the club, uh, certainly in, in terms of the fan base. I don't know why he'd want to change that. So yep. I'd, I'd be inclined to think that he's probably going to keep it as close to what it is as as he possibly can. I think the argument will be for Windass. He's probably going to try and manage him a little bit more in terms of the games that we've got coming up. Um, you know, Luongo was fit enough to start the other day. He's had no adverse reactions as far as I'm, I'm aware. Same with Hutch. So um, I don't think that that'll change. Mendes Lang, outstanding. Hunt, outstanding. I don't see what he's going to change up, to be honest with you. The only other thing is, is it a Patterson kind of game? That's that's all I can think. Do you know, I forgot, no he, I forgot he played for us. Go on, Ash, sorry. No games of Patterson game. Hey, <laughs> no, no, what, uh, yeah, what, He's uh, currently sat on Twitter knocking out tunes, isn't he? <laughs> Mate, it's my favourite Twitter, that. He's that is brilliant. Absolutely he is brilliant. Absolutely great. And my only thing, what Stevie was saying, was with the games coming up, um, is I hope he doesn't change it because Oxford, like Dan said, it's it, they're they're in the same sort of position, quite close to us. I'd I'd rather him try and change it if he had to to lower league, lower lower position teams. I know it's you're saying you're going to easily beat him, and and after one of our podcasters did some excellent homework on the uh, on the group chat about how many points we've won against the top six, um, yeah. so. He'd try and keep the same team as much as possible momentum-wise to anyone 
open around us and try and rest people on, on lower lower position teams. So hopefully the, on Saturday he'll uh, he'll keep ninety nine percent of the team. Oh yeah, like, so, like I, I think you're right. I think so might make way for probably Windass or Patterson. You know what mm. I mean? I think I think that land. Now, Steve, I tell you what. Do you want to tell us about your own work that Ash uh, Ash alluded to there? Because I found it fascinatingly interesting. I must admit, but just just give us the gist of it, and we ain't got a whiteboard for you. Oh, I, I knew you'd do that, so I screenshot it. Um, done really well. Just out of curiosity, really proud of himself. He is. Sunday was great. What happened when a married man with twin daughters has a bath on his own? He's like, "Oh, I'm gonna do some steps." I think. I think. I think he got one. I think he got one of the pupils to just. uh, Do you want to some extra credits? Do you want to some extra credits? I tell you. I tell you what, listeners. (laughs) Listeners, honestly, right. Me, Stevie, and Ash are the absolute epitome of what it's like when you turn middle age. Ash has got right into steaming. I go to the gym, and Stevie goes to really mass long baths for no reason apart from looking at statistics on the football team that he supports. Honestly, we are yards away from buying big, ridiculous cars and uh, swapping our wives in for <laughs> younger models or whatever. You know what I mean? We're going to start wearing cardigans. Uh, how many are you pair wearing slippers at the minute? Bloody hell, Dan. Dan, if you swap yours in for a younger model, we'll be calling you Prince Andrew. <laughs> and I've already got a stupid car and all. So, yeah, so honestly, if, if, if any of you now are in your mid-30s and you're thinking, what's going to happen to me in the next four or five years? And I hang around with you. I don't know what's more tragic. In it, in it. Uh, Go on, Steve, tell us about your own work. So, um, it was actually Vic that triggered it. Vic, we we, we were on Sunday morning. We were um, in the bath. No. You were sat on the toilet. (laughs) Just talking to Um, you. Something to do. It was just a random comment when she she said, look how many games in hand that Wigan have got. We've got like five games in hand. And... um, you know, they're, they're, they're right up there. How the hell are they up in, the, you know, where they are? And I just thought, out of curiosity, um, how have we done against other teams? Were, were you I, thinking I... about me in the bath, Steve? <laughs> just give it, just it, Steve. Just give it, just say it. Just... <laughs> he was laid there, floating away with his little bath on from Lush and his candles and he went... I'll think about what Vic said earlier. Let's let's talk more about the statistics rather than (laughs) Steve's bath bombs. Christ, that's not the title of tonight's. That's a euphemism. Jesus, Um, I just I I think we've I always it always sticks with me that we we tend to do all right. Sunderland aside and Plymouth aside, when we come up against the better sides in this league, we've always done all right. So I wanted to know how many points we picked up um, against the teams that we played. Um, and if you took us as a mini league with uh, Wickham, I think it is at the top of the league at the moment, isn't it? Right down to us in eighth. If you take every team that has played each other um, out of that top eight, I just wanted to, I just thought, who has got the most points? Who's played the most games? Who's got the most points? What does it actually mean? And you can you can take it all with a pinch of salt, you, you know. Um, we've actually played nine games along with Sunderland and Wickham. Uh, MK Dons have played seven as have Wigan. Rotherham have played six. Plymouth have played eight games. Um, MK Dons have played seven. Plymouth, have, the eight games that Plymouth have played against the top eight, they've taken seven points. You know, oh, really? So they're just beating the teams that they should be beating? They're beating the teams that we sulk about not beating, basically. Right. Um, 
I'd do it in reverse order. Eighth place, Plymouth. They've played eight and got seven points. Rotherham have played six, so they haven't played many, um, but have got eight points. You can take that with a pinch of salt. What does that mean? Um, they beat teams that are beneath them. They beat the teams that they're expected to. Um, yeah, Rotherham have been having a good season, to be fair, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Wigan, Wigan in sixth. They've played seven, got ten points. Oxford, eighth. Uh, played eight, sorry, um, have got 12 points. MK Dons have played seven, 13 points. And then you've got your top three. Third place, Wickham have played nine, 14 points. And then the top two teams in the league out of that mini league of the top eight are Sunderland with 17 points and those with 16. Oh, wow. So, so, so we've been beating the bigger teams. Do you reckon that's a complacency issue or do you reckon it's something where because they play what's perceived as better football, you can, you know what I mean? You can raise your game. Is it a cup final to us, as it were? You know what I mean? I have no idea. Well, I'll tell you what, get in in touch with the comments just below there. Uh, We're on YouTube if you want to get in. Don't forget to press the little bell. (laughs) I think there's, I think the thing that I would take from that is that when we come up and we go, right, We've had a shit game against Morecambe. We've, we, we, we've dropped points against Gillingham. We've done this, this, this and this. Oh, Christ, it's Plymouth next week. It's Oxford Saturday. It's MK, it's whoever it is. I don't worry about those games because we always seem to turn up. Mm-hmm. You, do you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. the ironically, the the only... the, the, the and we, we had a conversation earlier in, in the season. I said when Oxford came to us, uh, they absolutely steamrolled us. They got off the bus at quarter past two. Uh, Carl Robinson was stuck with a cup of tea on the on the pitch at half past two because they got stuck in traffic or whatever. They were off the pitch. They were in the kit tracksuit, whatever. They were in the kit, getting off the coach and going into the changing rooms. I'm thinking, by the way, we're having these today. We're, we're yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. having them because they're not ready. They absolutely battered us for the first 15, 20 minutes at our place. And I just thought, Christ, this is the team. This is the the, the standard, the measure. Mm-hmm. I looked at Sunderland. No bother there. I looked at Wickham. I'm not worried about Wickham. I've looked at MK Dons. Every team that we've played that are up there, um, the only one that I'd say gives me a little bit of sort of concern, I think we were quite lucky against Rotherham. And if you talk to Rotherham fans, they'd say that, you know, the penalty was an issue. The penalty save was an issue for them. Um, and, and we rode our luck a little bit. But from my point of view, the the, the teams that are up there, I don't worry about them. Um I think I think we're on paper as good as, if not better, and people will deride me and laugh at me because we we we've just got stuffed by Sunderland. That wasn't a five nil game. It weren't no. a five nil game. No, it weren't. No, it weren't. That's uh, uh, that's some excellent work there, Steve. I'm actually impressed with you. Also reminds me of one time when I went to a house party and I got absolutely high as fuck, and uh, I was there with a Bristol City fan, a Norwich fan, and a um, and a Crystal Palace fan, and we made what was called the Ornithology League where we all looked how we did against each other because we had birds as our mascot. <laughs> it was it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Now, uh, I'm yeah, just going to take... don't do drugs, kids. Yeah, don't, honest. Uh, listen, we're going to take a quick break. Stay with us. Uh, welcome back. Uh, just I, I know you sat there thinking, you don't normally do advert breaks, but I've just been for one of them big 10-minute long dad peas. You know what I mean? You know the ones that just stop coming and you go, Christ, how much squash have I had? It's this new juice diet. That's what I'm blaming it on. Make sure all quite slippery and pliant and regular. I've had two poses in a day today. I know. You're prostate. I know. I'm, it's good for me. Right. Well, where are we? Right. I'll tell you who signed the new contract, Ash. Kieran Brennan. What about that? Yeah. Good bit of business, isn't it? Do you, I, I tell you what, I've come to you. Or with is it? it? Or is Ooh, it? 
I've come to you. <laughs> nah, nah. I've come to you with it, Ash. Now, is it a, a sign of the times? And uh, I wanted to discuss the embargo. If anybody's got any information on it, um, that we've got that our biggest signing of the month so far is literally a player we've already got. Yeah, but how how many times in the past has has it slipped us by, and some potential players? Because we, we don't know, do we? That the players that are left, obviously, like uh, Shaw and Uragidi, um, what they'd be. So it's good to time down uh, after the performance is is, is played and the, the minutes is done. He's <laughs> he's looked very assured. Um, not, I think he's not put a, a, a mistake in him really at the minute. I think he's he's learning. It's good to time down young and. Um, I think yeah, I think it's going to be a business. Honestly, obviously, time will tell. But what we've seen, what I've seen of him personally, I think yeah, it's it's better to give him another few years for him to develop uh, than lose him now and him go on to, I don't know, Tranmere Rovers and fuck his career up. <laughs> Specifically, there's an, Tranmere. There's an FC oh, no, agent no, in Glasgow. No offense, that's human no, sorry at the to moment, all our Tranmere listeners. Sorry, Vic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a Tranmere fan. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think because it will, like you've just said, I mean, we can name how many players over the last few years, you know, from the dreaded George Hurst through to Sean Flair. And, Sean Flair. And who else was there? There's been a couple and they've all ended up at Bloody Celtic. Yeah. Or coming or up Scotland. Um, Oxford, we've got Jordan Thornley. He plays for them now. So it's it is nice. Like he's not going to be a big earner. He's not going to be costing us mega bucks. He's and he's a very really good squad cost... player as well. If he comes on for your mm. Johnsons and your Palmers and your Chase, I'm not going to sit there and go, oh, "Christ, what are we doing?" Yeah, you know and what I mean? we're also safe in the knowledge that he's come through the youth system. So he's also had a lot of the education. That makes you safe in the knowledge. No, but I mean, yeah. on an education yeah, side of things, we know that he's come through the system at Hillsborough that teaches him the club and how the club works and they learn about media training they learn about all these things that sometimes when you get certain kids who you know you kids that you pick up from a park or somewhere like that or that bring oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> prince andrew documentaries in 16 minutes <laughs> but you know like do you know what i mean or they come in with a fancy agent you know in Ray Verardi walks them in or whatever else and this can sometimes have an attitude they've not had that media training they've not had that coaching whereas actually we know that he's come through our youth system we've had quite a few good solid professionals that have come through our youth system and you know we've had Matty Hamshaw, we've had Sean McAllister, we've had Tom Spur, we've had Mark Beavers, um, obviously. We also had awesome. Stephen Aslam, and it, watching him and Peter Atherton play in the centre midfield. Yeah, but he was a he was a professional. Do you know what I mean? Um, obviously, we've Dawson still got Liam Palmer, Dawson, Wildsmith, and I think it's nice and it's testament that it's something that does happen in the lower leagues because of financial constraints that you do rely on your academy a lot more. But I think that's quite a good thing. And it seems to be at the moment we've hit a bit of a peak again with the academy because we had that time, didn't we, where we brought through Palmer, McAllister, Spur, Beavers. Um, I can't think of else. Cecil Nione. Old <laughs> Cecil Nione. But there were quite a few, weren't there, that all kind of made it at one point and then have gone on to have quite fruitful careers. And it feels like we've kind of reached that again now where we are bringing through quite a few youth players. Yeah. But it was a very similar league position then as well and very similar financial position. So, Absolutely. Yes, actually, yeah, you, you're right. Uh, we, oh, maybe yeah. 
maybe when they're in the championship, we don't really delve in that pot enough because they, we need them to be of a, of a better standard. Um, I'm going to I'm going to use the, your uh, your little speech there, Vic, as a segue. Now, there you mentioned Mark Beavers, who at one time was a transfer target to come back to the club. Not about 10, 9, 10 years later on. One person, Stephen, that we were linked with this week didn't come back to the club. And that was Danny Bart. Are you going to lose any sleep about it? No. All right. Sick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. Not really. I think for all the reasons that we've talked about um, tonight in terms of, you know, the players that we've got, the players that are coming back in, it would have been nice. It was romantic, wasn't it? He, he was he was the player or the play centre after, you know, the. I've, I've just got the image of the Wickham game in 2012 and what have you. Um, I, if, if, if nobody had mentioned his name before he signed for Sunderland today, um, I don't think it'd have been missed. I don't think anybody would have been on anybody's radar. Um, I think the Brennan signing is probably a better bit of business given the circumstances that we're in. Uh, Bart would have commanded a little bit more money in terms of salary. Um, you know, I don't necessarily, and, and, and Ben, if Ben were on, would be saying, Brennan's got to start, Brennan this, Brennan that, Brennan the other. He's not a starter. There are a couple. Yeah, quite possible. <laughs> that's why. That's why. So like that, like that, like that. <laughs> um, he, he's a good backup, and it's he's in. He, he, it's a low stakes signing. Is Brennan in the sense that he, he's going to get his feet under the table? He's going to have a look at you know developing himself. Um, I don't think when everybody's fit, he's he's anywhere near the first sort of three back centre halves. If that if that's what we're playing. Um, I think Danny Bart, when everybody is fit, would cause an additional headache. And I know that's going to be something that's going to be quite controversial in terms of people listening, thinking, you're talking out your ass, he's a good player and he's done this and that. Um, no, I'm, I'm not going to miss him. I'm not bothered uh, necessarily. Beavers, I think, is a, a slightly different situation in that I don't think, respectfully, he's necessarily as high a profile. I don't necessarily think he's going to command as much of a, a transfer fee. If that was something that we're going to try and get over the line, um, I'm not against it. Um, but again, you know, I think Johnson, as I said earlier, I think Johnson now has a position and with somebody like Hutchinson, Dunkley, Iorfa playing in the middle of a three with Palmer on the other side. Um, I think Johnson's he, he's found his position. So okay. fair enough. Anything to add, Ashley? Uh no, I totally agree with Steve. I think the names that obviously um like I said, uh that have been mentioned if they did sign for like sign for Sunderland without mentioning Sheffield Wednesday, you wouldn't have gone, Oh shit, there's one we've missed. Um, but then again, if we are in the uh, the window for a centre back, I, I couldn't give you any names because I, I don't know. We need cover, but the, the person that comes in it's gonna be one of those where they come in, they're not gonna they're not gonna be automatic first teamers. So who's mm. gonna want to come to a League One team and Sit on the. It was not going to be yeah. paying. It's not like you're going to go to Newcastle and get paid X amount. Sit on the bench. You're going to be on bare minimum and not playing as well as often as you probably want to if you're thirty odd year old. Yeah. So um, I couldn't give you any name. I, I really couldn't. Uh, the the young lad from was it Brighton? Is it Roberts? Yeah, the, it we Roberts? Are, we are, we're linked with a guy from Brighton, aren't we? This, uh, this yeah, I think week. Hayden Roberts. I think it was something like that. Then maybe a younger guy that wants to play a few games and play for uh, 
next to or behind people like Sam Hutchinson who we might learn from as well. So, so I think that's what Wednesday might look more at rather than the 30-plus centre-halves. Coming for a um, final payday. Yeah, like, you know, uh, I, bad, but, you know, Aidan Flynn, where he came, got injured, went back and had a stormer. But, yeah, <laughs> that. So, um, I, I think they'll, they'll bring someone if, if they can, but I couldn't give you no names. And if we miss out on 10 centre-backs, it'd be, yeah, OK. So I think we also what... forget how many players we signed during the last transfer window. It was absolutely astounding, wasn't it? It's not like 17. Yeah. Like Let's that. just get so... more. Fuck it. <laughs> That's the thing. Do you know what? Just on that, if I think if, if, if we get to the end of the month when the deadline day is, if we don't sign it, I'll, I'll say it now. If we don't sign anyone, I'm not bothered. I'd be more, I'd be more, I'd be happier with the squad that we've got that is a little bit more settled. Um, and con- if somebody said you're, you're not going to sign anybody, but you'll keep Luongo, Hutch, oh yeah, Windass fit Fits. for the next yeah. four months, yeah, fine. Yeah, I think I think the fine. fitness is the uh, is the, the, fit, is the yeah. key. I think we've so, definitely got the squad. I just think but, it's the yeah. fitness. But would any of, would any of you be saying this if we'd lost four two on Saturday, or if we'd drawn two all on Saturday? Oh, but this yeah. I don't think we would have done with those with those main players there. I, I no, just, but I'm not saying. I'm saying if we'd have, if we'd have well, lost or lost the two points, I'd have been fucking oh, yeah, raging. Oh. <laughs> How <laughs> the bloody hell of Sunderland got Danny Barton? We haven't. A lot of old shit. More out. Come on, yeah. silly bastard. We're so fickle. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, and that's, that's and that's, that's we 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 ain't losing. We 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 weren't gonna with that side out on Saturday. We weren't gonna lose. No. That's the thing, isn't it? So no. if we can keep keep those lads fit, we're not gonna go the rest of the season unbeaten with Luongo and Hutch and Windass in the team. But we will win significantly more games and we will lose. And it's to your point, we are fickle. We're a, we're an absolute shit house of a, a set of fans on Twitter. But if we can keep them fit, if we we'll probably lose three, four games for the rest of the season. If we can be in and around the playoffs because we've drawn too many games without them, I'll call it. I've got no issue with saying it. We we, we our back is in the playoffs with that squad. Oh, oh, I tell you what, Steve. Somebody make a note of the date and time in which he said that we'll play it in a montage at the end of the season for the semi-finals, as uh, Roy <laughs> Steve, used to call them. Steve has already booked his hotel for the final. Hasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, isn't it? It's non-refundable. That's why it's so positive. <laughs> right. Uh, we've got last couple of minutes. Vic, Oxford coming up. Are you worried based on Steve's bath time stats? <laughs> no, not particularly. I just, you know, it's, it is what it is. It's one of those, I feel like a complete snob every time, but I look at these games that we're playing and I go, oh, really? Yeah, bless them. Do you know? Yeah. And actually, but Oxford have turned us over shy. before. Oxford. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the only team to be us at home this season. Yeah, and I've said before, you know, we're in this position because we're just as bad as them. Um, but it's still the arrogant 90s Sheffield Wednesday fan in me is going, bloody Five Oxford. Right, yeah. So, no, I'm not worried. Um, I'll watch it. Oh, give me a prediction. 2-1 uh, to us. 2-1 to the Wendy. Stevie? Um, given all the positivity today, uh, I'd be happy with a draw. <laughs> right, uh, Ash. <laughs> um, well, I, I say this uh, I say every time that I venture out and watch the mighty owls on the road, the best win. 
So I think it's going to be 2 0. I'm going to go 3 0 because I'm optimistic oh. and you're all miserable. And I'm, no, I'm not done miserable. With I said 2 0. I know. Clean I know. Clean sheets, mate. Clean sheets, BPF back in form. That's what's happening. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks a lot for joining us. Hopefully, we won't have to play Plymouth again and talk about that. Uh, or what we should now call it is the Raider Johnson Derby. Uh, you know, have a good time. See, see you later. The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.